It is Star Wars Tonight, episode 19. Oh, man. We've got a great episode for you today. Uh, my voice is mostly recovered. Mostly. That's the key word there. Uh, I'm Riley Blanton, your host, and we've got a great show for you. We're talking about the Chinese trailer that just dropped last night and much more. Let's do it right now. Falcons flight with destiny. Star Wars Tonight podcast. We've got a great show. I can't wait. So let's do it. I got a little distracted there. I'm not going to lie. I kind of let the music play a little longer than I normally do. I don't know what's happening, Scott. Uh, it's Scott Reifen, everybody. You're out of the loop. Or else you heard how masterfully I handled the show yesterday and decided to emulate me. I'm a little worried, man. It's like uh, all this <laughs> wonderful feedback and tweets and like saying how great the show was yesterday. I mean, like, yes, uh, good glad it was able to, that the show was able to carry on that kind of feedback's good but when you start getting like the man that was one of the best episodes i'm like well don't get too excited now <laughs> we didn't need that riley guy after all did we i know man i know man i'm uh, i'm mostly recovered i've got uh, the old strep throat but i'm on um amoxicillin and i'm almost 24 hours into it so they say that's about the window 24 to 48 hours it should be uh, mostly gone so i've got my uh lemon tea no coffee today uh, I'm, 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 which is normally what I'm doing, but uh, but today the beverage of choice is uh, lemon tea with just a little bit of the R two D two French vanilla creamer, along with a little bit of sugar and a little bit uh, of honey for its healing properties. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, this there... has been Star Wars Eateries with uh, Riley Blanton. <laughs> I, I just got a text from you from like forty five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? It just said, hey, you got disconnected. I'm like, no, you didn't. I'm listening to you. Sorry uh, about that. No I worries. got totally distracted by that. No worries. No, I'm actually... That's uh, why you're the host. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm doing my darndest, man. Uh, it's going to be an interesting episode because uh, it, I, I'm very mellow tonight. It's very um, low-key. Uh, I, I feel like I want to start out the episode before we get into the uh, pr- episode proper. Again, this is mostly for the people watching on the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe if you're listening to the podcast version. YouTube.com slash user slash Star Wars Report. But I built this last night, and it is the miniature uh, A-Wing, the Lego A-Wing fighter, and I'm very excited about it. It's awesome. You know, you know, it's funny you say that, because I know you're, doing the, you're on the big Lego kick here. I am. I have never been anybody who has any dexterity whatsoever. In fact... When I took my, this is honest to goodness truth, when I took my gifted class exam when I was in third grade, um, like my reading and verbal and all that other stuff was magnificent, but they did an average back then in our school system, an average of the, the verbal and the spatial, I think is what they call the other, you know, what you could do with your hands and that kind of thing. And my, my, what I could do with my hands was only high average, 
And so it actually, like, they averaged out to be fine to get hot. me in, but it was only Three because the, the other was so much. And they said the, the difference, the gulf uh, in IQ points between my verbal and my spatial was so much that if it were, like, in a normal range, it would be considered learning disabled. Oh. <laughs> so so they went, you know what we recommend is go buy him some models and let him work on the models. So my mom spent the next probably six, nine months buying me some models that became some of the most god-awful creations you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> the, the, I, I just – I had no aptitude for it whatsoever. And uh, when the wave of Force Awakens stuff came out, I noticed that they put up a bunch of snap-tight kits. And oh, I thought, yeah. Well, they, they seem to look pretty good. And I got them. And, uh, you know, it was supposed to be easy to assemble, which is what I like to hear. And I bought the Falcon, and it is magnificent. And it, it, they say it takes, like, 30 minutes to put together. I'd say less than 10. Nice. So, yeah, so I'm proud that I finally have made models that look decent. That's awesome, man. I can't. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's ex- that's that's exciting. I, I I'm 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 just in, into it. I love the Lego stuff, and it's been so long. Like the limited amount of collecting fandom that I ever had um, was Lego, and so now that's kind of what I'm returning to as we get ready for the film, uh, and as I get more and more excited. Now, as we record this, it's Thursday, so yes. in one week and a handful of hours, we will be watching it. Yeah, that's insane. That is absolutely. You and I will be about seventeen hundred miles apart, Mm -hmm. but we will both be experiencing the same thing. Now, are you guys going to the early show, the seven o'clock show, or are you going to a later show? It is the ten thirty-five show. The seven o'clock sold out. I thought I heard the Teresa say that. Yes, indeed. It's Uh, um, man, it's uh, it's it's. uh, I'm, I'm not sure I'm prepared. I mean, I don't know how you prepare, but I'm not sure I am prepared. Yeah, this is where it starts. You start to have second thoughts. You start to go, well, maybe I don't want this as badly as I thought I did. Yeah, yeah. No, well, because what if it sucks starts to hang in the background? Yeah, I might. Well, I'm not too. Um, I'm not too much in that camp, but I could because like uh, I, I know Teresa's mentioned that once or twice. I, I, there are just way too many good signs here well, uh, for the movie. Um, I really do think it's going to be really good, but yeah. It's- the other thing, though, that seems to hang in the background right about now is I don't want the ride to end. Sometimes yeah. the ride is more exhilarating than yes. the actual destination. Mm-hmm. It is. That is actually, I, I'm a little melancholy because this is the last regularly scheduled episode of Star Wars Tonight. We've got a couple episodes next week. But those are all going to, this, you yeah. know, they're going to be outside of the normal format. They probably won't and be gonna live. They're going to be mealless. <laughs> that's true. That's that's the most important huh. fact. Uh, Sans Scott, <laughs> uh, I feel like maybe I partially made it up to you with yesterday's sh- episodes. Scott, that's but. true. You know, I thought about that. I almost said something to Amy, like you know, this is a makeup show for me. This really. is true. It's, this is so true because we've he's got, cut me out of next week. Uh, yeah, we've got um, Monday. A couple, I guess, a couple of quick announcements. Monday's episode will uh, feature uh, Justin Robert Young. Uh, I need to touch base. I'm going to see if I can get him and Brian Brushwood since they'll both be at the screening with us. Uh, and I'm going to hopefully do that Monday. So that's sort of regularly scheduled. And then Tuesday's episode will feature Steve Glosson on the road. We're going to be calling Steve while he is, uh, he's driving here. Uh, and we're going to do the show. And I'm very excited about this. Um, I, I think it will be fascinating if something like he gets in a wreck or gets a flat during the show. I think that'll be 
interesting podcasting. <laughs> I well, I for one, sir, do not wish our brother in arms, Steve Gloss, no, any ill will. No, but yeah, didn't wish it. But I think it would be interesting podcasting if something were to say, happen. In fact, he could stage it, and it would still be interesting. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, yeah, so that's a... And then, of course, we've got Wednesday's episode, which will be done uh, on the road as we drive to Austin. And uh, I'll probably see if I can't get it uploaded on the road. I think I should have enough cell data to, uh, to just do our, our own little recording uh, on the road with Steve and Bethany. And then... Then it's done. That's it. That's the last day before the movie comes out, and uh, we call it we call it a day. Although I don't know, should we do something Thursday before the movie? I was thinking you should. You know, I what? was thinking you guys what? should do, especially since you're going to see a later show. Yes. Well, actually, you know what? Done. So Thursday will be the last episode <laughs> where we will bring in <laughs> Teresa Delgado uh, yep. into the fold and. Uh, cap everything off uh and then that well, does it for star wars tonight it's hard to believe man if i'm gonna lose my chair i, I don't mind losing it to Teresa. <laughs> fair yeah no fair enough fair enough um but then I, I have to figure out what on earth we're gonna do to actually review this movie um i still haven't figured it out it's okay we got plenty of time it's like a week to go <laughs> well what's, what you're telling me is that we're just gonna have to continue doing star wars tonight until you can figure that out <laughs> yeah there we go there we go <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. I also want to, at the opening of the show here, thank our uh, newest patrons who are supporting us at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. It's uh, Kai, Mario, Matt, Devin, and Daniel have all jumped in the last week or two, especially since uh, Star Wars Tonight's been rolling. And we thank you guys for supporting us. Um, we crossed another milestone uh, on Patreon, and it's very exciting. I'm very, very happy. <laughs> Darth Hound says you should do not at the premiere coverage on the fourteenth. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I love that. I didn't. I've just been thinking about this in the back of my mind, uh, and we're going to talk about it in, in a bit. Uh, make sure right now you go to starwarsreport.com slash watch party, and that's a direct link to our Facebook event for the Return of the Jedi watch party that we're doing this upcoming Saturday. I'm just going to say that right now at the opening of the show. We're going to give you more details on it in, at, at the end of the show, but just do that. StarWarsReport.com slash watch party. Uh, because it's funny that you mentioned that, Darth Hound, uh, because I was thinking, now that I have this awesome video set up, you know what a lot of sports podcasts do? Uh, speak in lingo and make you speak in lingo or else they'll cut you off. Uh, well, yes, that's the first thing. But they also like to do live coverage of uh, sporting events with their own angle so that you can tune in live uh, mm. uh, watching your favorite sports with your own commentators. And I thought, I mean, you could watch uh, oh, copyright David Collins. Descending on you. Uh, you could watch David Collins. Uh, you could watch uh, <laughs> Andy Gutierrez. God bless him. Wonderful people. You could watch Anthony Carboni. Ooh, I'm Anthony Carbone. There's a great bit about Anthony Carboni that I'll have to explain to you at some point. I feel like if I have to explain it, though, it destroys the bit. Uh, it's from the Night Attack guys. Justin and Brian have this. They're pers- they're good friends with him. So they <laughs> every time he's he's had an increasingly successful career, and uh, they let's just say there are T-shirts that uh, say something along the lines of "Ooh, I'm Anthony Carboni." Uh, but anyway, you could watch all those jackals, but. You could also, and let's just put the poll out in the chat, uh, watch it with us and tune in live for our commentary. Uh, 
on starwarsreport.com slash live. But you see, you bring up a good point, sir, in that uh, I don't know what's the uh, statute of limitations, what's the legal uh, ramifications of this, because it's a free broadcast on Star Wars, uh, starwars.com. It's not like it's a, it's not television, or or is it? I get I don't know if they're if like Verizon now, has the exclusive rights. I don't know. No, oh, they're they're broadcasting from the premiere. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so Ver- what StarWars.com is hosting a live yeah. broadcast uh, of the premiere yes. uh, that's hosted by the aforementioned ooh Anthony Carboni, uh, and right. uh, <laughs> and uh, they're they're going to be just doing like red carpet type coverage and stuff like that. But you can tune in live. They did this with the Hobbit movies uh, not too long mm-hmm. ago. And uh, so it's going to be like so Star Wars celebration. I want to do like my own rebroadcast slash. You do excellent you do commentary on the Com- red carpet. Yes. Ooh, that's kind of what I want to do. I, eh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you'd get in too much trouble for that. So, okay. If it were fun and done in a separate context. I, I there we go. I think uh, stay tuned. We'll we'll see if we can't get that worked out uh, as well. But uh, but enough of all that, sir. Oh well, actually no. I've I've had oh. this in the show notes a few times, and I I will be very remiss if I don't actually officially thank him. Thank him. Uh, if you're looking at uh, your podcatcher of choice right now, you saw about a week ago and some change a brand new logo for Star Wars tonight. And uh, it's a really, really awesome logo that kind of took my poorly photoshopped concept of the second Death Star faded over slightly the planet Earth so that the images merged together. Cool idea, poor execution, because I'm not a photoshopper. Uh, But he put together this amazing uh, logo that has the uh, Death Star, the second Death Star, and the moon with the Starfield in the background, and then the exact uh, font and style of the Force Awakens logo to be Star Wars Tonight. Uh, and so I really... And if you're using a, a podcatcher that's a third party, like Stitcher or Pocket Casts, hit Refresh Artwork, and you'll see the new artwork as well. Uh, and, of course, you'll see it on the show notes at StarWarsReport.com. But it's a really great artwork, and I wanted to show, give a special shout-out to Matt Rushing from the 602 Club. Uh, because he put that to, uh, put that together for us, and I really do appreciate it for sure. Absolutely. Now, Scott, yeah, you were at Disney this last weekend, oh, yeah, were you I not? Was at Disney, and you, you know, it, got yes. to experience the new Star Wars experience there. Tell me all about it. Yes. Uh, well, they have. At, it was interesting because when I was talking to. Uh, Amy yesterday, she was talking about, yeah, they've got all the Season of the Force stuff there. Well, no, they don't. No. Uh, I didn't see anything that said Season of the Force at at uh, Disney at uh, Disney Studios, Disney's Hollywood Studios. But they did have the launch bay, and they did have the Path to the Jedi, or Path of a Jedi uh, film. And, of course, they had the Star Tours modification. There's something that people, I don't think, understand about the Star Tours modification. And I may be totally wrong. I was fishing for an answer earlier, and I haven't been able to get one that I like yet, which is um, I saw it twice. And, and what I've been told by people was that they had just they put a jacuzzi scene at the beginning, and then the randomization continues after that. But I'm going to tell you, when I saw it twice, the first scene was the Vader scene, and there are two opening scenes usually. The jacuzzi scene, then BB-8 on the hologram, and then the Coruscant scene with a new ending. And when I saw the new ending, I thought, well, are they doing new endings for everything? So I went back, and I got the exact same experience. I don't think they're doing the branching during this. Mm. Gotcha. Which 
you know, they, they generally have the branching technology that gives you different endings and that kind of thing. The ending of the Coruscant thing was modified. So usually you go into a landing platform on Coruscant and you see a bunch of other vehicles there and, and the traffic uh, robot, traffic droid. And in this one, you go into the platform and the Millennium Falcon's there, the new one with the, with the you know, the old one, but with the new dish. And Chewie's sitting in the cockpit working on stuff. Nice. And so, yeah, so, but that's the very end of it, not the spoiler alert. But um, so I, I, I think they've turned off the, the branching technology for the whole thing. I think everybody's getting the exact same Star Tours experience now. Which would make sense if they're wanting to rope in Force Awakens stuff like uh, the Jakku uh, sequence that, that we heard about at Disneyland. Yeah, the, uh, the Jakku sequence is there. Okay. And it's, uh, it's neat. It's, uh, I'll just say this, you know, when they show the trailer and they show Ray scavenging through the Star Destroyer, mm-hmm. she's not the only scavenger. Yes, you have Uncar's thugs, as revealed in the Lego set of the Ray Speeder, which is behind yeah. me. Yeah, there are thugs everywhere, and they're nasty, filthy, disgusting, uh, and they try to scavenge the Star Speeder. They're sort of like orc Jawas, right? <laughs> like they are they yeah they're kind of gruesome creatures and you know one of them actually licks the windshield of the uh star speeder you're in <laughs> wait what <laughs> yeah it's, he licks the windshield it's uh it's all right it's now. great <laughs> can that be the title of the episode yes <laughs> he licks the windshield it's great yeah. <laughs> oh, good lord. Oh man, that's 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 amazing. So you had Star Tours, but no real season of the Force um, no, experience they didn't, beyond they didn't that. Really have that, but they had the launch bay, and the launch bay was set up, and of course it was set up in the character meet and greets. I, you know, I, I don't know. Is it, am I just too old for the character meet and greets? I don't know. I, don't I see, it. and then I said this on a podcast, and Teresa was getting all over me for it, but I've never done any of the meet and greets for the characters because it's freaking not the actual character. It's a person dressed up yeah. as the character. And for yeah, me, it's, it's great to do, but like I would do it. I, I do this all the time at Dragon Con when I take a photo with a stormtrooper or a Chewbacca, but I ain't waiting 45 minutes in line just to do that. Amen, brother. <sighs> That's what I'm talking about. Hashtag uh, but, curmudgeonly all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag get off my lawn. So, so, but tell me about the launch there. bay. So, what do you what, what will you find uh, at the launch bay? And is this where is this located? So, this is at Disney's Hollywood Studios, I assume, right? Yeah, it's at Hollywood Studios. It's in the what used to be the animation courtyard. In fact, uh, you know, I do a a, pod, a Disney World podcast with Scott Gardner called Earning My Ears, and last year. We did an or no last summer we did a Star Wars Weekends episode and we did kind of a wrap up towards the end of the day with Matt Hunsworth from Star Wars and Character and Scott Gardner and me and we were sitting on the floor in the animation courtyard building and uh, and we all I think my wife like passed out on the floor and everything it was great and uh, (laughs) where we did the wrap up that building is where where uh, they've converted it into the lawn. Bay. Uh, it's it's a bunch of props. It's a little bit of activities. There's like an Orabesh training center where you can learn to read Orabesh, which is neat. Uh, they've got a cantina bar with stationary blue milk cups, like mm-hmm. cups full of blue milk that you can stand at the bar and hold as if you're drinking it, but of course they don't come off the bar. Um, the only thing I don't understand about that is uh, why do you have to go to a filthy, rogue, nasty cantina to get what everybody drinks around the table? Uh, that's a good question. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, you know, the, the, the family's drinking blue milk at dinner. Surely that's not what you go out to a bar to drink. I mean, it depends on what's in the blue milk. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess there are different versions of the blue milk. I guess that would be like a Coke at dinner and a rum and Coke at the bar. I don't know. Yes, but, exactly. Uh, there you go. Yeah, so I, I, I got a picture of that. They've got free-roaming Jawas there. They've got characters. They've got uh, First Order Stormtroopers that have pre-programmed dialogue. Mm-hmm. So they, they carry on, you know, while they they basically interact with the crowd, but not really. Again, it's all kind of pre-scripted, but it's funny. But did you get any... Um, weren't there, like... Mm-hmm. So you so I'm actually pulling up pictures here from InsideTheMagic.net. Um, and so, like, they have the Blue Milk Panna Cotta, right? They have the Boba Fett something. What in the world's a Panna Cotta? That's, I, don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have a BB-8 uh, cupcake, carrot cake. Uh, they have oh, yeah, yeah. the no, Royal Guard they, they're, burger. They're not selling food at the launch bay. That's elsewhere. Okay. See, I'll, uh, come on, Inside the Magic. Your headline is photos, Star Wars Experience uh, Media Day held at Disney's Hollywood Studios to introduce launch bay. So I guess they had food at that event. Yeah, and they, and they do have that food in other places because I saw um, uh, it, we, we had for lunch, we had Darth Vader waffles and chicken. Darth Vader chicken and waffles. Nice. And, um, uh, and they had the cupcakes, the the BB-8 cupcakes, and all that other stuff at the. Uh, oh, what is the name of it? It's right next to Star Tours, right next to Indiana Jones. It's uh, Backlot Express, I think, is the name of it. And uh, they had all that there. It's it's what they turned into this summer. They turned it into a like a Rebel nightclub, if you remember that. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I do. Re- right I do there. vaguely remember that. And I'm pulling up pictures for the video version, uh, everybody. But uh, that I'm scrolling through. But okay, you get to see that. And outside the entrance, you get to see the high quality concept artwork from the films. You have some quarry yep. stuff. Yep. So okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that's in the queue area. That's the waiting area, and it's really neat. But if there's not much of a line, and there wasn't the day we went, you don't really get to see a lot of it. Ah, gotcha. Well, that makes sense. But, but- it is. Yeah, it's there. There's some Doug Chang stuff. There's some Ralph McQuarrie stuff. More Ralph McQuarrie stuff. More Ralph McQuarrie stuff. Uh, it's it, it is neat. And then when you go in, they show you a quick film. Oh, and one of, one of the things I found interesting is this about the that film, ten minute know, is this that like saga recap thing? Um, no, that's that's Path of the Jedi. That's later. That's okay. that's somewhere else. Gotcha. Uh, this is just a quick film saying, hey, guess what? We're doing. We're making new Star Wars movies. Uh, one of the things I found interesting, because I've been listening to Rebel Force Radio, and Jason and Jimmy have this back-and-forth thing going about whether or not they're going to say Episode 7 because you know, on, the, on the crawl because it, there's been some, reportedly some mandate to get rid of the Roman numerals and all of that. But I will tell you, throughout that film, they referred to Episode 8. They referred to Episode 9. They referred to Episode 7. You know, they, they very much Episode number happy. Gotcha. So, so it, I, yeah. So it has, um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking through this video that Inside the Magic has now that I'm playing in the background here. That's pretty cool. I, and I, so this, so is this the one that features kind of different interviews with the various directors of these upcoming films and that sort of thing? Yes, yes, that's gotcha. the film. Okay, and uh, and thumbs up on it. You, is does anything new you learned? Is it something that you can only see there, or is this online anywhere? Uh, I don't know if it's online anywhere. What I will tell you is, and I snapped a few phone shots as i was going through it uh there are some concept art shots from the star wars land that i had not seen before some of them i'd seen some of them i had not seen gotcha. uh, so i snapped a few of those i can get them to you 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking uh, at this video now, the Macquarie artwork framed and backlit and everything, and that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's all the queue area. That's all kind of the outdoor undercover queue area. Uh, but then you go into the theater, and then when you come out of the theater, you're you're in the area where you can go to the character meet and greets, you can look at the props, and they have, you know, a lot of the stuff you saw at Celebration, the Kylo Ren lightsaber, they're all prop replicas, though. I'm looking at it now. Which is the one thing that's a little disappointing. See, that's the nice thing um, about why you guys should be watching the YouTube version, because we're literally watching it now as you describe it as well. So I like that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've got the, the uh, Kylo Ren, uh, and right by that, they've got uh, Captain Phasma's helmet. Yes. Uh, they've got a flame trooper. They've got all the different ships. Uh, they've got the old school stuff, too. The Star Destroyer and all that other good stuff. Uh, the uniforms they've got. Uh, they've got Poe's helmet. They just have a, just, a, just a ton of, of different things on display, uh, including like the tri what is it, droid tri-fighter. Uh, they've got a <laughs> it's funny that you said that. Literally, sorry, I'm just geeking out here. It literally said droid tri-fighter, and the video showed it the second you started doing that, which is amazing oh, really? because, folks, I, I, I swear, Scott is on like at least, even if he's watching the, the Twitch broadcast, on like a 30-second delay. So literally the second you yeah. said tri-fighter, they're showing it uh, on the screen. Yeah, I'm nowhere near it. Yeah. That's right. Um, but they've, they've got all that, and then there's the store, because at Disney you've got to end it all with a store. Oh, of course. Oh, they're smart. And they have, huh? Oh, they're smart. Like, uh, I realized a- a- after every great experience when I'm on a Star Wars high or from a ride, and then I walk out and there's a giant gift shop afterwards. Yes. Yes. And they have, I got to tell you, I really, really liked that shop. They had a lot of custom items. They had uh, uh, a lot of books. They had a lot of action figures, a lot of toys, the Air Hog stuff, the, the uh, Hasbro stuff. But they also had, they've got a gentle giant uh, replica of the Boba Fett action figure, the original 79 Boba Fett figure. Oh, nice. Six six feet tall. Holy cow. <laughs> Five points of articulation, and I tried it, and it works. <laughs> the <laughs> arms move. I couldn't, I, I was in love with this thing. That is, that is insane. That is, that is awesome. I, I just adored it, and uh, it. So it definitely seems like if I were to boil it down, it's not exactly like groundbreaking in terms of uh, ubiquitous Star Wars presence at the parks. But it's a nice start. It's sort of like uh, if you when we ne- when I next go, this is definitely a must see destination. Well, what you have to remember though is there's not much left at Hollywood Studios right now. It's true. With everything that they've closed, there are basically four major Star Wars attractions there right now. And that is um, Star Tours, Launch Bay, the Jedi Training, which they've changed, by the way. Mm-hmm. They've made it more into a temple storyline instead of this bunker that they used to have it at. And uh, then the Path of the Jedi, which they've, they've got in the little theater that used to house Sounds Dangerous. Yeah. And uh, it's it's so, I mean, you know, there are four Star Wars attractions right now. And there's not much else other than stuff on Sunset Boulevard like Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, you know, there are those two attractions, and then you've got Indy, which is still open by the grace of God, and Toy Story Midway Mania, and then you're kind of done. That's true. That's uh... There's not much in that park right now. You know, if, if, if you don't love Star Wars, uh, you don't really need to spend 100 bucks to go to that park. I mean, it makes sense. It, it does make sense. Um, oh, I'm going to add... Sorry, I just added the text so that I could, everyone knows on Skype is Scott Rifen. Uh, 
This oh. is the problem. I, I love this technology because uh, being able to watch the video of all this stuff while you describe it, it's sort of like me being there at the same time as Scott. It's the closest thing we'll get to both being at Disney at the same time because <laughs> we keep trying yeah. to make this yeah. happen and it keeps falling through. Uh, that's uh, awesome, it will man. Happen. It will happen next year. Uh, absolutely. We're going we're gonna to make this happen. Um, but I will say this. Uh, I feel like we need to um, talk about this Chinese trailer. Sound like a plan? Absolutely right. We so what I'm going to do is cue it up, uh, and I've I've already gotten past the uh, the strange introduction, which I feel like we could do okay. our own whole commentary on what that is right now. Actually, no, I don't because I closed out the uh, thing, so I have to go right here and now cue this up, and then. There, there he is. In all of his, who is this guy? Like I, I don't know. He's Lu Han. Lou Han's an old friend. Lou Lou Han. <laughs> we go on many ventures together, Indy, okay. into the great unknown <laughs> mystery. I go first, Indy. <sighs> Was it? That's I mean, it maybe it's Sorry. the politically correct era that we live in now. But like when I watched uh, Temple of Doom, that's the second one, right? Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. man, that's kind of really racist. <laughs> the way that I so love that movie. <laughs> Oh, I won't get into but that. You know, but you you say that you say that, but yet I'm going to be. I was on stage this morning, and tomorrow night I'll be on stage again doing a Christmas carol, or a Christmas story, mm-hmm. where they go to a Chinese restaurant and oh. the waiters are trying to sing "Deck the Halls." Oh, good lord! And the chorus is "Fa ra 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 ra." Oh, good god! <laughs> oh man, I'm uncomfortable. I'm really uncomfortable right now. And they still do this. Yes. Oh, good good, good lord! That's <sighs> great. That's a whole other topic for another day. We're gonna get uh, past the introduction here. I'm sure he's a. I'm sure he's well known. He looks like a like he's probably a famous YouTuber. He looks like a Disney Channel kid. Oh, don't get right, pause, 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 pause. Don't get okay, me started. Sixteen seconds in. Sixteen seconds in. Don't don't freaking get me started on the Disney kids. I'm like, you have somebody to get go on set and interview the cast and produce these awesome behind-the-scenes vignettes leading into the movie, and you have a freaking 13-year-old and you aired on Disney Channel. Come on! Hey, they can't all be Bresnikan. <laughs> that's true. In fact, that should also be the he title was, of this episode. <laughs> he, yeah. So he, you know, he's, like, he's been this ray of sunshine for the Star Wars fandom community. I really, I'm, I'm really impressed with him and proud of him at the same time. Because when he came on on stage... Uh, at at celebration, and I was watching the stream at home. Mm-hmm. When he came out, I just went, "Oh, nice! Who's the boy with the pretty hair?" <laughs> that is, it is He's well. not a Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, then uh, and then he showed his chops. Well, and I was probably a little con- more harsh at the time, <laughs> <laughs> as I've talked about and, many times. And he's continued to show his chops ever since. And uh, yeah, so I'm actually editing his Star Wars story in between. Uh, you know, doing doing this episode and doing other things, but uh, you know, he he impressed and continues to impress me. Resnickan does. Yes, he yes he does. He's um, I mean, I, I, he's super cool, and he actually reached out uh, not too long ago, um, and I didn't even realize that he heard some of our stuff. So I, I was like super happy about that, uh, and then also really nervous if he listened to any of the stuff right around the time of the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he understands because I, I you can. In our recording for my Star Wars story, I pretty much tell him, look, we said, who's this guy on stage? Get him out of here. We know he's not really a fan. He's a placed placed guy by EW. Who cares? 
and uh, and over the course of that hour, he won he won me over. Yeah, no, he uh, was I good. I think he won most of the crowd over. He was, I mean, he's um, better than I was. I've I've been on stage hosting a Star Wars event once, and he was yeah. better than I than I am. Well, uh, and, and but not just that, but you know, to think that a guy who comes on stage is going to be a poser, which I did, mm-hmm. and to have him come on and not ask the so uh, was it tough working in front of a green screen? You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. he really had he had real Star Wars stories and he had real Star Wars questions to ask, and uh, and and uh, he ran that event like a champ, and so and and my interactions with him have been fantastic as well. And I'll tell you something else, and and he, I had to I had to get a few more bits from him for the. Uh, for the podcast this week. So we Skyped a little bit Monday and he's just, he's, he's a good thing as a writer, I guess, but he's got a real keen sense of observation. Uh, and there's some things that sometimes he will introduce into the mix when we're talking about things that I'll go, Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's by the way. I hadn't thought of that that way. But uh, that's thanks, good. Thanks to Darth Hound. Uh, Luan, uh, is from Luhan is from the, uh, band EXO. Which uh, is this evidently like super popular Japanese band that has oh I don't know three point six million uh, Facebook fans. So I just realized EXO EXO. Uh, I feel Chinese like, boy band. I mean, it's a thing. I feel like right before okay, we well, need so 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 we have of course this the stellar introduction that explains a lot because he's not like a host; he's a musician, which would explain why he just kind of doesn't look. This that happy to be here. At the introduction. He's not a musician. He's in a boy band. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like what we need to cleanse the palate before we get started is uh, to play a little bit of their of EXO's hit "Sing for You." Oh, no. Check Let's this out. Cleanse the <laughs> there he is. There's the guy. <laughs> Well, while we're at it, can we play some EZO? <laughs> okay, we're going to hit play now. On the trailer, we'll take a look. I'm going to full screen it here so everyone watching live right. can see it nice and clear. Tell me when, uh, tell me when so I can watch it, You're too. at the exact 16-second mark, right, sir? Yep. All right, yep. I'm, All right. now I'm there with you, looking at the black screen. We've got everything full screened in the chat. Let's get ready. And we're going to watch this in, uh, I'm going to say, 3, 2, 1, and then on the word, go. So here we go. 3, 2, 1, Go. I'll show them the power of the darkness. No one will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. Really? Me too. Secret mission. What plans? We cannot run them. We must. We need a pilot. We got one. Come on, baby, don't let me down. Oh, but they're not done. Squad, squad, take my lead. We 
will crush the resistance once and for all. Snow! We must face them. Fight them. All of us. Get ready! For what? Love that shot of the Falcon. Yes. Scott, I got three words for you. What's that? Holy crap balls, McClanahan. (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell you, I have said from the start that we get the worst trailers in America. I'm kind of beginning to believe you. This backs me up. (sighs) This is this may be the best trailer we've seen yet. It was the editing was so on point. Where it, yeah. it knows when to hit you fast, but then also when to take a moment. And it really, like this, the shot that we've seen brief glimpses of, of, of Ray uh, suddenly realizing that uh, Kylo Ren's pointing his lightsaber at her throat. They give that shot time to breathe. And it's just, ah, it's so yeah. good. But let's talk yes. about it. Let's talk about what we got here. I'm going to, uh, I got to actually, wait, I just realized I need to pull it back up because I want to actually talk about some of the new shots that we actually have here. Well, one of the things I want to point out as you're pulling this up is there's a shot in there where Finn is operating the Falcon's cannons, yeah. which, by the way, Finn, Finn does put an appearance in in Star Tours. Finn actually has a spoken part. Uh, and the Falcon does this really weird shooting off the top of the ship type thing, which is really cool. Um, but if you notice, when you see Finn, there's a shot of Finn at the gun of the Falcon and you look, and the the monitor, the targeting computer, is that red display with the yellow, little yellow grid TIE fighters. Oh, nice! That's awesome. That is awesome. I adore that little that little tiny detail. Absolutely. And uh, we get to start with the Force theme, which I really like, which is a yep. new version of it. Um, Where do you come from? Classified, really. It. Uh, it we still get kind classified. of I love that. And then, of course, get the Apocalypse Now shot. We can't run them! We must! It just feels like... Uh, um, I noticed for the first time in this shot when he says, with this right here. We need a pilot! We got one! She's actually sort of... Uh, um, What's the word? She's a little bit just kind of uh, uh, taken aback that she, he doesn't believe her. She's less like, come on, get with the program. Yeah. Which I love. But you know what else I like? And, and that's a scene they used on, what, Kimmel? One of the shows they showed that scene. Yeah, that um, was in the um, what I like is American Music Awards. He, okay, American Music Awards. That's right. That's right. It was American Music Awards. Uh, his, his just kind of furious screaming there, worried. It really reminds me of Harrison Ford. Oh yeah, that's it true. It really reminds me of his delivery. That's true. Yeah, no, it and, and you know they they kind of became good friends. We kind of get the sense, at least in the behind the scenes, that they're very much closely connected. And I probably think that that is an indicator for what we'll also see in the movie itself. Um, that maybe all kinds of new all new shots. Of course, we get that great shot of BB-8 rolling around that. Uh, 
uh, I guess, framing on the Millennium Falcon corridor that we've seen in a few TV spots, but it's in the trailer here. And I just want to point out the sound design here. Listen to this. Wait for it. Right there. It's almost like a harmony with the music. Listen to this. Maybe don't let me down. That just cracks me I'm up. I'm still... And also, like, I'm the moment we up. get this quote, too, I don't want to uh, belay the fact that... Come on, baby, don't let me down. Yes! Oh, that gets me so excited. Which, which <clears throat> is Lando's line. Come on, hand, old buddy. Don't, don't let, let me, me down. down. Not, oh, that's so great. Not a scratch. Not a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a radar dish. <laughs> Didn't say... But hey, we got a new three LMB dish to replace it with. Don't worry about it. That's true. That's true. This one gets you Showtime and Cinemax. <laughs> I love that shot of the um, the green forest planet. We actually finally have a shot of it, and we get to see also the yeah. the asteroids uh, in a, what looks like a neighboring asteroid field of some kind. And this is the planet. I of, thought it was a ring. Is it not a ring? Uh, is it a ring for this planet or another planet? The way it looks to me is like it's... Uh, it's a- definitely a ring for something. Because if you look at it, I mean, when you freeze frame it, it's definitely in an arc. That's true. And it does kind of seem to go it's around behind the planet. ring. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Well, and what's yeah. interesting about this planet is, and again, because I'm mostly spoiler free, um, I don't know much about the plot, but I do know that they were filming in that rural forest in England where they filmed a bunch of Robin Hood stuff before. I forget mm-hmm. I forget the name of the place, but I'm sure this is that location. No, wait, Green Greenham Common? Uh no, no, not Greenham Common. Oh. It was um they only shot there for about a week. Um the I'm gonna Force Awakens, I'm gonna do that thing that you're never supposed to do on podcasting and say the Force Awakens shooting locations. I'm sure there's a Wikipedia list or something right here. Because it was um there's a forest. Maybe help me out in the chat if I can't if I if I don't find it. But, uh, okay, here we go on IMDb, filming locations. Because, of course, you had Greenham Common, which is not really a... It lo- Greenham Common doesn't really look like a forest planet, per se. No, but it's um, green. But you know what does? Uh, it, well, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into speculation. But they shot in Scotland, Iceland. Wow, they actually shot at the Kafla Volcano. Cool. Then, of course, Abu Dhabi, Pinewood, New Mexico, Greenham Common, uh it was and of course uh ireland i can't find it oh well um uh, but take my word Skellig, for it not skellig michael no no skellig michael's a separate that's of course where uh the hamill shot yeah. his stuff but man it yeah. uh it, it gets me very excited um oh yeah if i had mark newbold on he'd tell me in a second of course he would star wars all right uh but yes uh, oh, I, what I was your even... what was your big take or i guess why do you think this trailer's better than some of the... Or do you think this one's better than other ones that we've seen? I do. I do. Because, first off, it gives us a lot of things we haven't seen before. Very short snippets. But also, it, again, it gives us some story. It gives us... Wait a minute. BB-8's classified, but plainly, whatever... whatever. So that you think, well, okay, military. He's just met Ray. So there's not a... You know, there's a getting-to-know-you period there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a little more of Kylo Ren with Darth Vader. Although, I have to say this. Yeah. The more they show of those scenes, does it strike you that he's keeping Darth Vader's mask in the bathroom? <laughs> I feel like I feel like when he's sitting there talking to Vader, he's sitting on the toilet. He kind of puts a whole new meaning on finishing what he started. 
<laughs> but um, you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, and, and in fact, uh, Darth Holland just got it in the chat at the same time that I pull it up. It's the Forest of Dean, specifically Puzzlewood Forest. In England. Puzzlewood, yes. Puzzlewood, yes. I remember that. Because yeah. if, uh, if, uh, if I go Forest of Dean, Star Wars, and you see image results, uh, you're, uh, you're going to see some incredible... In fact, I'm uh, going to pull them up on the video version here so folks can actually kind of get a gander at what this looks like because it looks... It's a beautiful filming location, and they weren't there very long, uh, but there were some leaked photos, um, and it, they, look, ah, they look great. Um, and I love that location. It's just a really ancient forest that's undisturbed. Uh, and if you watch the BBC Robin Hood, you see a lot of these kinds of locations and shots. But it's perfect. It fits right into uh, the Star Wars world. And I love the location shooting that they're doing. Abu Dhabi, here. Uh, the Forest of Dean. Uh, Greenham Common. Of course, Mark Hamill shooting in Skellig Michael. County Kerry. County yes. Kerry, Ireland. Uh, ah, so exciting. Uh, but let's get back to this trailer here. Editing is just on point, and it is a more linear trailer. It doesn't feel as much like a PowerPoint slide, right? I kind of felt like the, um, the Monday Night Football trailer was a little bit of a PowerPoint slide. And also, like, for that yeah. matter, uh, Justin complained about this, uh, Justin Robert Young on earlier episodes of this program, about how he just, the only thing that he really wishes is that we had a little more glimpse of the story. Not the plot, mm-hmm. but just like the, the main conceits. And I feel like we get a better idea yep. of, specific, particularly Snoke, which I'm going to play this audio again right here, uh, of Andy Serkis's Snoke. We will crush the resistance once and for all. You just get a better idea for the central conflict of the movie and what they're what they're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, I I uh, I've enjoyed listening to Justin Robert Young. He presents a very different perspective than than sometimes mine. Sometimes I'm like, what is this guy? What? What? <laughs> um, but when he says he wishes there was more plot, that's what I've been saying all along about these trailers. There's there's a difference in making a Water Babies trailer where every single story beat is played out in order and making <laughs> yeah. a trailer that reveals something of plot. I think and you I have to communicate... No, you know. Here's my opinion. You have to communicate the central point of tension, the central conflict in these things, or else you just have a, hey, it's Star Wars, go see it, which will work, well, but it won't work as well, I think, as, as getting my grandmother to go see this movie. Which at this point, they're just trying to to get my grandmother and second cousin twice removed. Those are the only people who aren't already sold on this. Yeah, well, what you have to do is you, to me, you have to establish the I want for at least, at least one of your main characters, if not several of them. Uh, You know, one of the big things in storytelling is every character has an I want. Yeah. And what is the, what is the I want? Give yeah. me, give me Ray's I want. Well, you know they've talked about family. Well, BB Eight's got an I want for crying out loud. He just wants them to stop doing loopy loops in the Falcon because he can't. The poor, <laughs> the poor little thing just can't get a hold steady. Well, R two's like down the this. hallway, locked in with his tripod, just sitting there solid yeah. and just laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, no, it, but you know BB Eight's I want. I think is that he wants to execute his classified mission, whatever that is. Yep. But that's his I want. Uh, you know, I think Ray wants to get off planet and, and re-encounter her family, whoever that may be. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. You know, Finn, Finn's got a want, and Finn's want is to find a purpose other than to kill people. 
Yeah. Finn is probably the most clear uh, character that we know so far in terms of what his motivations yeah. are and what his story arc is. And it's not just from the clips. You'll notice because when, the, when they show up on these talk shows like they have, there's, very, there's a very clear set of talking points that they're telling the stories, right? In fact, yeah. I always I can detect. I don't know if your average audience can. I I like to think they could because it's the one thing I hate about a lot of late night talk shows um, are the ones where they so obviously set up a story that's already been determined to tell. I'm like at least pretend yeah. like the conversation well, is proceeding naturally. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say they all do it. It's the ones that you can't tell that they're doing it that are the good ones. Yes. Uh, but I, That's I say why Letterman that, was an awful interviewer. Exactly. And, and I, I say all that to say, who's had the most talking points and has told the most about his character on these, talk, on these uh, late night shows is um, John Boyega, where he's like, yes, I'm a, I'm a stormtrooper that you know, wants to you know, want something more out of life. Um, I was raised to do one thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm questioning it all. Uh, so there we go. Let's, let's, okay. uh, Nothing I, let's, to fight for. Let's wrap through the last of this. We get a lot of familiar trailers, but we get an extension on this one Falcon shot. I'm going to play it. Well, first, we get that amazing oh, well, well, shot of the Falcon flying over the green land here. Well, hang, back up. Hang on. Before you go further, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but you know, back to the shot where the rings are, like, like 128. All righty. And we're talking about the X-Wings flying through the wings. If yep. you look dead center in that shot, what do you see? Oh, yeah. Huh. Uh, the Falcon so everyone's, is leading that charge. Everyone's favorite freighter. Yeah. I, I didn't notice that. It's right there in the middle of it. I hadn't noticed it until just a little while ago, and I went, wait a minute. Because I thought this was just an X-Wing TIE Fighter-only assault. I thought this was something totally separate. But then you see the Falcon's leading the charge. Oh, that's so awesome. Because we never get to see that. Uh, the closest thing we get no. is Lando, and Lando shows up, busts out of hyperspace, and he's like, well, how could they be uh, following us if they don't know we're coming if we're coming let's turn this ship around baby <laughs> by the way if you'll notice the shot where um uh i don't know where it is in the trailer i'd play the audio uh of nia nub when uh, they take off and it's totally it's totally the exact same line that he has in return of the jedi did you notice that <laughs> did, did, did not you? notice that. okay all right so i've got to find it here it's right I knew it sounded useful I know. Uh, here we go. All right, got to get past this point. There we go. Come on, baby, don't let me down. Of course, we got the BB-8. Red squad, blue squad, take my lead. Oh, it may not be in this trailer. I may have imagined it. Maybe in one of the TV spots. It, it, they, he does speak in one of the other TV spots. Yeah, it's not. It's oh well, it's not in this trailer. But it, it, I take my word for it. It's pretty hilarious. In fact, the there's a Latin American TV spot that's we, out there. It's got Oscar Isaac speaking in Latin, in uh, Spanish. We queued that up. That was the start of Monday's episode, sir. Actually, we uh, um ah, we uh, I, I actually played that as like a cold open because it was so awesome. Um, and but I was, it's got it's got so many good shots of that Tie Fighter battle that nobody else is that they haven't used anywhere else yet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, all of us. Get ready. What? So we hit that amazing shot of the Falcon flying over this uh, green planet, and then yes. 
Oh, crap. They call it the snow belly flop. It's just like the Millennium Falcon just... We saw, we've seen the shadow of bursting through the trees, but that's pretty cool how yeah. it just taps the ground there. Uh, but and it looks like it's taken off right afterwards, too, which is what I love. Yeah, it looks like it's going back. It's that's amazing. Uh, and then we'll finish it out. There it is. Taking their time. You see the raw look of fear. We got a lot of company! Yeah! This thing. Well, I don't think we've seen that angle on Starkiller Base either. No, very Death Starry. Very Death Starry. Yeah. On Starkiller Base. Kind of Death Starry, but it kind of had a Pentagon vibe to it. That's true. It sure does in terms of the design. And I love It's a great shot at the end there. But it, and what's and it's, it's um if you'll take it's a very similar structure. You have the soft force theme for like the first if you were to divide this into acts. It would be like three acts and then a punchline. You have the soft force yeah. theme at the beginning, and then you get into the full-fledged, uh, right, right in the middle of the trailer, you get this. We cannot run them! We must! And you get like a much more intense, heavy percussion. And then right at the end, it pauses. And you get this last kind of... Um, uh, punchline's not the right word that I'm looking for, but you get this nice little button at the end of the trailer where it just gets really soft and it shows you the tension and the trouble that our heroes are in, whether it's Ray here or whether it's or whether it's Finn. And then you get just the yeah. the hammer of the entire orchestra striking the one note as they finish out the trailer right here. We got a lot of company! It's very... Um, it's well. I mean, it's not something we're used to in terms of Star Wars. And I'm trying to think of any musical piece that um, it's it's very much reminds me of Hans Zimmer's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean scores. Right at the you end know what there. it reminds me of? What's that? Right before the Death Star blows up in Episode Four. That's bum, true. Bum, 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 yep. Bum, bum, yep. Bum, bum. That's true, sir. I was looking in my mind for what, at some point. I I would have sworn like there's a John Williams beat that used that, and that's true. That's so true. Uh, there it is, folks. That's that's the new Chinese trailer. I did not realize how much... There's a lot of meat there. A lot yeah. of meat there. I'm very, very I, pleasantly surprised. My favorite one yet. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's uh, And I'm not a guy who says that all over all over the place. You know, I'm, this, this is one of the few times I've said that's my favorite one yet. Uh, well, and if you could, uh, Scott, I think this is actually be a good way to... Um, uh, actually, well, no, because I got one more thing after this. But let me let me just ask you: like, if you were to summarize it all together, uh, would you? Uh, why is this your favorite? Uh, I think it has more interesting action beats. I mean, the Falcon flying's nice. The Falcon bursting through trees is is terrific. The Falcon bursting through trees and then bouncing off the ground is amazing. Uh, X wings and ties fighting it out is great, but seeing them over that that. Uh, Again, pentagonal design on Starkiller Base is amazing. Uh, showing them going through those rings is amazing. And again, I think you get a decent, a much better sense of story. You get uh, Kylo Ren's toilet talk with Vader. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think we get a better sense of story, and I think we get better action beats than we've gotten yet. Yes. And the two, you get a better sense of character. You get better sense of humor and adventure with, uh, with uh, Finn going, hey, we don't have a pilot. Hey, you know. I was like, hang on, I'm a pilot. Well, yeah. 
I used to Wait, bullseye Womprats in my T-16 back home. Uh, Luke's yeah. one of the best bush pilots this side of the outer rim. I love that. I love that guy. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, so uh, Scott, I'm this weekend. It looks like uh, as long as my schedule allows, um, I got one more final this coming Monday. But other than that, I'm pretty much wrapped up, which is exciting because uh, this Saturday I'm uh, the local. Uh, we've got l- some local fan groups slash uh, Star Wars uh, fans slash Star Wars friends that I know here locally in Atlanta. They're putting on a big what the uh, Hothlanda Rebels Life Day party which is ho- cool. hosted by the amazing uh, Paula every year. She brings folks to her house. It's a really amazing uh, house of, collect- of collectibles, and everyone brings their white bantha uh, gifts, exchanges them. <laughs> They're going to watch the entire original trilogy. I won't be there for the whole screening, oh, well. uh, but I am planning on actually going, uh, uh, going up there, and I'm really looking forward to it. But that's this coming Saturday, and I, I just can't wait for it because uh, it's going to be a great time to hang out with other Star Wars fans. But uh, most importantly... Is I, I got to get home that evening, Scott, because I got something else to do that's yeah. really important. That's yes, you do. The Star Wars reports official. Oh, I see. It looks like we, just as just as I'm making the announcement, it looks like uh, the internet decided to uh, to take me out. I think the stream's still going though, so I'll um. I'll call Scott back in just a second here. But uh, just suffice to say, uh, yes, uh, the official Star Wars Report Return of the Jedi watch party is this very Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come watch me, uh, Mark Herlman, uh, Teresa Delgado, and Eric Schneeweiss, Bruce Gibson, and whoever else wants to, as well as taking calls and uh, commenting on and watching, having a great time watching Return of the Jedi Get ready. The last weekend before The Force Awakens comes out, celebrate celebrate it with uh, Return of the Jedi uh, and us, 8 p.m. Uh, you can watch it live at StarWarsReport.com slash live. And uh, let's see here. I think that's pretty much it. I want to make – oh, I, and I'll make it easy. Uh, there's a Facebook event for it. You can RSVP. You'll get uh, notifications and stuff. So let's bring Scott back on. There he is. Hey. With us, Scott. I was just we telling lost. the good people that uh, there's an easy way to remember this uh, and uh, to RSVP to the Facebook event and get a reminder and get any and all updates we post, and that's going to now, StarWarsReport.com slash watchparty. Yes. Now, can I, can I plug real quick? Absolutely, man. All right. If anybody's in the South Georgia, North <laughs> Florida area this Saturday, Jekyll Comic Con 2 Woo-hoo. will be taking place on Jekyll Island, Georgia. Electric Boogaloo. Yes, right. <laughs> Electric Google, I believe, is the subtitle. Uh, Mike and Ming from Comic Book Men will be there. Uh, Katrina Law from Arrow will be there. Deadshot from Arrow. And Michael, I can't remember his last name off the top of my head. Uh, guest from The Walking Dead. Roxy the Rancor will be there. You've, you're familiar with oh, Roxy. nice. Like the full, huge, giant Roxy the Rancor? Yes, yes, she will be there. Holy cow. Um, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a huge event. It's a great experience. Jim Jenkins, my buddy Jim Jenkins, who created Doug and PB and Jay Otter, will be there. He is... He is magic. Awesome. Awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, no, you're playing me off now. Be there or be square, folks. I had one more thing. Darn it. That's okay. we got about a minute or two to finish up our plug, sir. So let, let the folks oh, know. No. I didn't have a... I didn't have a plug. I had content. <laughs> content, sir. We're at a yes. we're at an hour right at, right there. This is like <laughs> the longest episode of Star Wars tonight to date. Uh, I know, but I'm mad at Kathleen Kennedy. You're mad at Kathleen Kennedy. Yes. All right, tell me why. I'm really curious now. 
Okay. I, I'm going to play this for you, okay? Okay. All this right. is from the press conference Sunday. You ready? All right. Can you hear that? A little closer, a little louder. Hang on. There we yeah. go. Okay, Mindy Kaling says to Kathleen Kennedy, "Can you tell us? Can you talk to us about what's definitely not in the movie?" <laughs> Jar Jar's definitely not. And the first thing she says is, "Jar Jar's definitely not in the movie." <laughs> that's, just, that's just that's just cheap. She shouldn't be making those jokes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you hear that sound? That, that is sound a, means we're not going to get to explore this. That sound means, no, that's the sound of a cheap <laughs> shot from one Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, and then man. she goes on to say, and no Ewoks. I know. It's, it's a travesty. I, I'm just like, you know, it, why don't you take every dollar that Lucasfilm Limited has made off of Ewoks then, if you, if you hate them so much, and donate it all to charity? <laughs> every dollar, Kathy. This has been the 19th episode of Star Wars Tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you uh, tuning in, supporting the show. Another uh, huge thank you to our patrons who are supporting us at uh, patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. I don't suddenly... (laughs) Quite the accent I had there. Um, But yes, do so. We're going to do one final bonus episode of Star Wars Tonight tomorrow and that's for our patrons supporting us at any level as well as uh, all kinds of other bonus content that we're giving out not just for Star Wars tonight uh, it, it goes on for the Star Wars Report podcast and other uh, projects as well so we definitely appreciate that uh, email Star Wars Report at, sorry, take two email Star Wars tonight at gmail.com we're on Twitter it is at Star Wars tonight I'm on Twitter at the Riley guy Scott Rifen is on Twitter at Rifen. Make sure you're subscribed to My Star Wars Story. It's an excellent podcast. Uh, and uh, we've got Anthony Bresnikin's episode coming up very soon. Next week. Next week. Awesome sauce, man. Uh, finally, don't forget, join us for the watch party of Return of the Jedi again it's this Saturday, 8 p.m. Sign up at StarWarsReport.com slash watch party. That does it. So long, folks, and may the Force be with you. Baboo, baboo. There it is. Yeah, I had another. I had another hour in me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I mean, it's good. It's a good way to cap off this week because it's a. Uh, it's a uh, man. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays are going to be crazy. Well, and Thursdays, as I've now convinced myself, because <laughs> I am absolutely crazy. All right, everybody. I'm going to shut off the uh, shut off the video version on YouTube. We'll see you guys later, and then. Uh, a huge shout out to everybody in the chat again. Thanks for uh, supporting us and tuning in. Um, huge shout outs to, uh, and uh, of course, Darth Hound, Degas, everybody joined us in the chat yes. today. Huge thank you. So we'll we'll catch you guys soon. Uh, alrighty, and now finally, the last one that I shut off of all the various versions of the show that's being broadcast and recorded <laughs> is the fine podcast listeners. This is the MP3 version of the show. God bless you for tuning into Star Wars tonight all this time. We appreciate it. Uh, and we got a few more days after this, but that's it. So long, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs>